0: From America, we're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell.
1: To make sure that the new Real America's Voice logo and look is at the bottom of the screen. And of course, folks, we have got a lot to go over today, but I want to thank you all so very, very much. For always joining in, being so dedicated, being so loyal to Live From America. This truly is the best uh, family, audience, whatever you want to call yourselves or all of us together uh, that I've ever seen um, in, in any on any show. Whether it be a podcast, a show, a, a news station, whatever it is. You guys are really, really great. So I want to thank you guys all for helping me get to this point today is August 11th, year of our Lord, 2021, and you are watching live from America with your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop Patriot. We are live on Rumble. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Roku, Fire Stick. You can hear the podcast on iHeartRadio and many other podcast platforms. And all for all else fails, just go to JeremyHarrell.com, which you can see on the bottom of your screen. Right now, we got a lot going on, so I'm going to go right to the comment section while we are doing this every morning for the social media audience. I should say, for the social media family that helped build this from the ground up, please use this time to share, share, share. You hear Mike Lindell say it all the time. You used to hear President Trump say it all the time. It's the only way we can fight the bots, bots, the algorithms, the shadow banning, and that is to get it out there, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to Rumble first. We're gonna. It uh, looks like there's everybody saying prayers for JP Mom 39. I don't really know what's going on. I have not seen um, really much of the chat this morning, trying to get ready. But definitely, uh, JP Mom, you are in our prayers. We love you. You're here every day. You're part of the family. And whatever it is, we're going to pray for you. Hopefully, I catch it in the chat. What it is, I want to say hello to Sharon Roth is in the building. Thank you very much. Evie Rosewood is in the building. Alicia Wida is here on Rumble. So thank you guys all for joining and sharing uh, sharing the video. Amy, how you doing from East Kansas? East Kansas. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. Uh, good morning to Ozzy18. Heard the military can do military exempt. Um, you must mean um, religious exempt, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. People just said they've ordered from MyPillow.com and put the promo code LFA, which is live from America, which helps fund this show as well. Want to give a big shout out to everybody watching from Michigan. Shout out to Garrett Saldano running up there uh, and all the candidates who are trying to make a difference up there, including Tudor Dixon as well. I want to say hello to Denise 9904. We've got Donna P. Jackson says good morning from Alabama and B.A. Peters 72, which is Barb Peters in Virginia. She says good morning. Let's shoot over to YouTube real quick because we've got joanne fowler from michigan is in the house we've got linda zollinger glad you can be here on a different phone snapdragons Uh, She must be talking to our young 14-year-old patriot that's in the building, always on YouTube. Teresa Kaloka is in the building. Brenda Hines is here from great Peach State of Georgia. Becky Jenkins is watching this morning. How you doing, Becky? Good to see you. Loretta Lewis from California. Brett Bracken from Tennessee. Big shout-out to my brothers and sisters in the Tennessee Freedom Force. Check them out on Facebook. And Delba Warren says hello. We've got OHIO in the building. We've got people from... Greece and Italy who watch the show, Canada and South America, Live from America is definitely growing and that is all because of every single one of you. If you haven't done it yet, ladies and gentlemen, please reach down, click that rumble sign, click that like button, and definitely click the uh, share button and get it out there to as many people as possible while we go to our great Lord and Savior for this morning's show, as we do every morning, because we should never start out anything in our lives That is, uh, whether whether you think it's important or not, everything that you do during a day, you should include God. And a lot of that is prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you need prayers right now, now is the time to ask for them in the chat. If you need somebody to lean on, now is the time to do that in the chat. But now is also time to let go of everything. Stop thinking of the symposium for a second. Stop thinking of all the craziness that's going on for a second on both sides. Okay? And let's focus on God. Because with Him, all things are possible. So this morning, I titled my newsletter, Shouldn't We All Condemn Slavery of Any Kind? Makes sense, right? Shouldn't we all, ladies and gentlemen, condemn slavery of any kind? And I said this, Sin equals slavery, and slavery equals sin. Verse of the day today is going to come from John 8, 34. If you have your Bibles out, a lot of people keep their Bibles right alongside them when they watch Live from America. So go to John eight thirty four, which says, Jesus replied, quote, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin, end quote. So today I want to talk about condemning slavery. Our politicians are always driving a wedge in between us by calling people racists or bigots. If this country was truly inherently racist, to its very core and its foundation, I would assume that slavery would still exist. But it doesn't. I think that 99.9999% of the people in this country and around the world would agree that slavery is bad. So... We condemn racism, which leads to slavery, as we should. Racism and slavery is always on the minds and the tongues of Democrats. It is, it's their uh, favorite topic to talk about and accuse people of every day. Every single day we hear more about racism and bigotry and how it's modern-day slavery, and we are all the culprits. So why don't we condemn sin? Why don't we condemn the very thing that we are all guilty of? Why isn't the topic on everybody's mind and tongue to end the bondage of slavery from sin? We are all slaves to it. Not a person on this planet is truly innocent. Not a single person on this planet is good by God's standards, which is why we need Jesus. But the mere fact that slavery to sin still exists and is truly out of control right now means that we aren't fighting to end slavery as much as we thought. We, meaning all people, just use it as a political talking point. If we really wanted to end slavery, we would all be out there preaching the gospel daily, from morning until night, Democrats and Republicans alike. If we could find a way to end that, the rest of the world would start to heal automatically. No more divisions, no more fighting, no more endless power grabbing. So let's call on our politicians to start fighting real slavery. Slavery that destroys our country. Slavery that destroys our minds. Slavery that destroys our body and our souls. Let's fight the slavery of sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I get an amen, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, if we're gonna fight slavery and we're gonna talk about racism, which leads to slavery, then why aren't we talking about the biggest slave problem that we have on this planet, which is sin? That is where we need to start. That is where we need to be. So we should start calling on all of our politicians and all of our influencers and all of our pundits and all of our talk show hosts and anybody out there who's got some kind of a platform to condemn and fight the sin. And the slavery that is attached to it. Amen? All right, folks, favorite part of the day, please remove your hats and let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. Let's focus on the cross. Let's focus on God's promises. Let's focus on God's mercy. And let's also focus on the armor that God allows us to put on that keeps us safe from all of the sin and all of the hate that is getting thrown towards us for preaching the gospel and believing. in patriotism in our country. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And that is how you start out a show, ladies and gentlemen. You acknowledge everybody here to come together, to worship together. You acknowledge everybody here to give up their praise to God. And then you give that praise to God and you thank Him. And you ask Him to be with you as you start to do this show and to keep us safe. And that's what we do every day here on Live from America and I hope that you enjoy it because I know that I do and I know that I need to do it in order to get started. I want to thank a few more people real quick here. Tom Schaefer sent me a new Bible to add to the collection of Bibles to send out to people that have been requesting them. I want to thank Tom Schaefer for doing that. We're going to, me and my daughter and my wife are going to sit down and we're going to hammer out about 100 Bibles over the next few days before we go away for my birthday. So we're going to try to get caught up on that as we have been doing with the Swamp Donkey stickers. Also, I would like to thank Bobby Meese because Bobby Meese sent me a whole bunch of hot pads crocheted handmade hot pads whole bunch of them and of course everybody in my family are some bit are are, are uh, love to cook so we're definitely going to use them and we're gonna hand them out as the letter uh, so told us we should do so thank you very much bobby meese and i would also like to thank uh the following folks for your monthly donation this morning linda curtis god bless you and thank you as we know this show is completely viewer funded except for a partnership with mike lindell that you guys are helping with as well and i'm trying to push it up to a thousand active monthly donors because that way i can really hire in some help and get a producer and we can really take the show to the next level so that's the goal jason mcclafferty god bless you and thank you um Christy Sierra Kowski. Ha ha! Bet you didn't think I could say that one. Thank you very much, Sierra and Kristen Keel. God bless you. And thank you very, very much. And I know there's a lot of people messaging me, folks. There's a lot of people messaging me that they're about to lose their job because they're not going to take the jab, and they're scared. Because what are they supposed to choose in between? Their freedom or their ability to make money and provide for their families. It's really, really tough, and you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Best thing I can tell you, consult with all of your family first. Consult with your physician. Consult with your family doctor. Consult with your friends. Consult with God. Do some praying and make the best choice that you need to make for you and your family. That is the best advice that I can give you. I can't. I wish I could swoop in and save everybody from this, but I can't. It's getting out of control. Okay? So, just so you know. All right, folks, we're going to get to the first and foremost section of today. So here we go. Grab your coffees again, put your hats back on, and let's get down to business because there's a lot to go through. We all know that Andrew Cuomo resigned yesterday, and it was great. It's great news that justice is finally being done. Even though it's not the justice we want to see yet, it is the first step towards that justice. Even though he's not in prison... It's the first step towards prison. Even though that some swamp donkey is going to come in and replace him, it's the next step towards liberating the people of the state of New York and, of course, the city of New York as well. So we all know that he resigned yesterday because he knows the evidence against him on both the COVID nursing home deaths and the sexual harassment charges. So he decided to resign on the lesser of the two. Now, why did he he decide to resign on the... Sexual abuse, if he sat out there for the last month and a half, telling two months, telling you there's no truth to it, it's stupid, I'm not going to resign, because there's nothing to it. Nothing ever happened. He even said that after the AG report came out. So what caused him to resign on the lesser of the two? Well, I can tell you, because it's not only Republicans who are trying to take him to task for the nursing home deaths, 15,000 people that should still be alive today, or at least a majority of them that should still be alive today. It's not just Republicans. It's not just us. It is the Democrats as well. As a matter of fact, there were two Democrats this morning who work in the state legislature who uh, went on TV this morning and said they will not stop until Andrew Cuomo is punished investigated and ultimately punished for what he did to those people in the nursing homes. It's coming, folks. So what he's trying to do with consulting with his legal team and probably his brother who's on vacation right now is to say, look, how can we make people, how can we stop the honey badgers from coming after us? How can we stop the pit bull of the media and our own party from coming after us? Let's just, let's resign on the sexual abuse charges and say, even though we didn't do it, we want to just do what's best for the people of New York City and let's get out of the way. Because if the COVID nursing home case Takes root, which it will, and that moves forward, which it will, then by default, three or four other governors have to go as well. If he would have had to resign, if they would have done more investigation, and we would have done a better job at bringing out into the public, into the public view about his nursing home fiasco, well then Gretchen Whitmer is gone. You've got the New Jersey governor gone. Uh, You've got uh, uh, Gavin Newsom gone. You've got three or four Democrat governors that would have to step down by default. That is why they pushed and pushed and pushed to get him to resign, his inner team and the people around him, and then ultimately himself saying, I resign because I'm going to do it for the people of New York because he doesn't want to set that predicate. He doesn't want to set that bar for, oh, I'm resigning because I put people in nursing homes knowing they had COVID and murdered them. And at least, at the very least, manslaughter. At the very least, manslaughter. Also, Governor Wolf in Pennsylvania. You've got Wolf, Whitmer. What's the governor's name there for New Jersey? I get them mixed up sometimes. Somebody will tell me in the comment threads. Somebody from the uh, Garden State of Jersey. Remind me who your governor is again. He's gone. He'd be gone. Uh, governor Newsom, he'd be gone, regardless of the uh, the the election coming up. <clears throat> the recall election. Okay? So you got all these people. Wolf. Whitmer, Cuomo, Newsom, and, 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 and Murphy, there you go, from, from New Jersey, all gone. That is why they're trying to keep this under wraps. But it ain't going to happen. Because why? You can't beat God. Get real. Get real, ladies and gentlemen. You can't beat God. And if you think that we're the ones that are causing all this to come out, you're sadly mistaken. It is God. It is God. And that's who you're up against right now. So, <laughs> not somebody that I want to be up against. Now, now check this out. Here's the crazy thing. Before we take a quick break and go over to the symposium and see what's going on there live, let's quickly talk about what New York is going to do to you right now if they find you in possession of a fake vaccination card. Because, folks, you didn't think this was going to happen? You didn't think they were going to create an entire criminal enterprise by banning something? That's what happens when you ban everything. Go back and look at prohibition. Go back and look at Prohibition. The evils that happened during Prohibition would have never happened if they didn't ban or outlaw alcohol. They created a criminal enterprise. They created an Al Capone. They're doing the same thing now with these vaccination cards. So there's going to be massive amounts of underground vaccination cards being sold to people just because people want to be able to go to a game. People want to be able to go to a restaurant. People want to be able to go out in public and they're not going to go get the shot. So they're getting these fake vaccination cards. The state of New York... And New York City says seven years in prison. Minimum seven years in prison. Think about that. That is astronomical. That is ridiculous. That is crazy. Seven years in prison if you get caught with a fake fraudulent vaccination card. But it's okay to have fraudulent votes. It's okay to do that. It's okay to get a a vaccine that's still in test stages. That's okay. Okay to have fraudulent votes and do all that. Oh, that's fine. It's okay to sexually harass women and still be free. It's okay to kill 15,000 elderly and still be free if you're the elite. But how dare you not wear a mask, killer, grandma killer? How dare you get a fake vaccination card just so that you can enjoy some freedoms that you're supposed to have by rights, by God? Seven years in prison, boom. That's the problem with this world. That is the problem with with this world, with this with this country and with politicians running everything this is what we get so folks we're going to take a quick break we're going to go to mike Lindell symposium live for those watching on uh, the digital tv platforms and the social media platforms and we will be back in just a few with more live from america right after this stay tuned folks what's up, mark hey bud
2: how long much longer do you think you're ready how much yeah he says he needs a minute that's 20. Nothing technical ever goes smooth. Yeah, smoothly. Use your adverbs, Douglas. OK. Nice to see you, Mark. Mark's one of my favorite cyber geeks. OK, so this is what's going to happen. Can I just tell them about the images? Am I allowed? Because you're about to show the images, right? Okay. Okay. I'm just going to tell you something. And I might get in trouble. Okay. So remember how I told you that around the country we have sympathetic clerks? We've been able to do full forensic imaging of the machines before, during, and after the elections since since the 2020 election. How would you like to have access to a machine, a whole set of machines, a whole system? You go in and you record absolutely everything that happens. Then the company that makes the voting machine comes in and programs the machine. You want me to hold on? No, you're talking to somebody else, sorry. I just don't wanna get in trouble, but I will. And then They come in to program the machines for the election. And then a forensic image copy is made of all the machines. So we know everything that was put into the machines. Thank you. Somebody's talking in my ear, I'm new at this. Cool. This is gonna happen shortly, less than 20. Then after Then during the election, since we know all the back doors, since we imaged it at the beginning, we track everything that happens in the election. And then after the election, the voting company comes in and erases everything. And we do a complete forensic audit and track the fact that that's what happened, which is illegal. We have that. And I think today you're going to see two of those, two different counties. I think that's what we're about to show you. And that's way better than PCAPs. Way, way better than PCAPs. So that's what we're going to show you right now. And all of our technical people out here are going to be going crazy. And they've already seen some of it. Last night I talked to them. And they're like, we're not going to bed tonight. (laughs) That's how excited they are about it, okay? So you're going to watch them dissecting it, discovering it, showing it in real time. This is happening now. This is not a prepared presentation. You're going to watch.
1: All right, folks. I'm going to stay with the symposium for a bit, if you don't mind. I'm going to stay with the symposium for a bit, if you don't mind, because I want to see what he's about to show. I'm, I'm, I'm monitoring it right now. I'm going to go back to the symposium because I want to see what he's going to show. But let's just quickly talk about that. The pack and captures, apparently, from what Mike Lindell is saying, that they have from every state, they're going to be able to match those up. When the forensic audits get done in, let's say, Arizona or Georgia or Pennsylvania, Mike Lindell is saying that his pack and captures will be able he, he says he already knows the outcome of these forensic audits. He's saying that they'll be able to match up the pack and capture numbers exactly with the forensic audits. But let's go back because it looks like they're getting code monkey Z on and code monkey Z actually had a whistleblower last week show you everything about the Dominion machines in real time. Okay? So it looks like they're bringing Code Monkey Z on right now. They're still just kind of m- messing around trying to get everything right and correct, but that's what's happening. That is what's happening. Now, I had a lot of news to go through today, but I think this is very relevant and I think that there's a lot of people who want to see this. So, as soon as Code Monkey Z starts talking again, we're going to go back and we are going to see what's going on here because I think they're about to break something big. What was supposed to have happened last night at 7 p.m. was supposed to be big. And I think this was what was supposed to happen at 7 p.m. last night. But they were trying to get somebody else on first who happened to be a county clerk in Colorado. And last night, while she was in route to get to South Dakota to do the symposium, Mike Lindell was flying her on a private plane. Okay, She was coming to talk about and expose the Secretary of State in Colorado because of the harassment and the leaking of the clerk's private passwords to her entire setup there in the county clerk's office. The Secretary of State has been leaning on her and bullying her uh, uh, to basically start complying. Basically start complying so they can turn all of Colorado blue. All right? Okay, it looks like we got Code Monkeys on, so we're going to go back to the symposium for a second, and we'll be back with more Live from America right after this.
2: And I just couldn't stand the hypocrisy anymore, and it was kind of a shake-up for me because, you know, after you do something that you love for 40 years, it's kind of a, a bummer to walk away. Yes, dear. Okay, I'll talk about that. That's a good thing to talk about while we're waiting. It's a great question. A lot of people ask me this question. And the question is, well, gee, Dr. Frank, you've done all these analyses of all these things. All right, so they're
1: not bringing Code Monkey Z on yet, and we will go back to it when they bring him on, okay? But yes, the, so while she was en route, the Secretary of State and, and, and law fo- enforcement raided her office. She had no idea what was happening. She was told this on the way there. She was then so afraid because of what the left does and knowing that this is how the left starts. They get their, their, they, they weaponize their power, which is what the secretary of state did in Colorado. They weaponize their power and they use law enforcement. They start berating you. They start bullying you. Now, while she was en route, her office was raided. She had no idea as of last night, she had no idea why her office was raided. No idea. Okay. And she was from Colorado. She was a county clerk in Colorado. She came here to expose the Secretary of State and how the Secretary of State has been bullying her into not doing forensic audits, not talking about things. Even her staff has been bullied so much she had to send her staff home early, okay? She was not told about this raid. She was not told about anything. All she's been doing is being bullied. And they raided her office while she was en route on Mike's private plane to the symposium last night. Okay, So that is that was the, one of the big things that happened at 7 pm. last night. I, I, I believe that this Code Monkey Z uh, interview and uh, his whistleblower that came from Dominion was supposed to be talked about last night, but there was so much going on, I don't think they could get it in. So um, I believe Code Monkey Z's name is Ron Watson. But man, he has been exposing stuff for a long time. So big shout out to Code Monkey Z and definitely follow him on his Telegram platform because he's actively a- answering questions in live time while he's here on his Telegram, okay? So let's get back to it. Let's give the Dumb Dumb Award of the day today. And the Dumb Dumb Award of the day today is going to go to Joe Biden. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to go to Joe Biden. And because of his never-ending, unwavering support of Andrew Cuomo just to then say, oh, well, he should resign, even though Joe Biden has been guilty his entire life of doing way worse, I believe, than Andrew Cuomo, and then gets in a fight with none other than a CNN reporter last night about what he just said two minutes earlier, which he lied about in real time, or completely forgot that he said it. So the dumb-dumb award of the day is going to go to your sniffer and thief... Joseph Beijing Biden. Okay, so before we go, before we go to the video of him arguing with a CNN reporter, I couldn't believe CNN was the one that actually stood stood up and said something. I figured it would be somebody else like OAN or something like that. No, it was a CNN reporter. By the way, CNN is also at the symposium, and Fox News isn't. That should tell you everything you need to know right there. I'm not saying you should. Uh, by any chance ever gives CNN a pass, I'm saying it's pretty bad when they're there and Fox News isn't. But before we get to the video, if Joe Biden, the sniffer and thief, Beijing Biden himself, if he is going to call on Andrew Cuomo to resign, which happened, and he is going to say it's a good thing that he didn't, did it, then shouldn't Joe Biden also have to answer for his sex crimes against women and children? Far as I know, um, Andrew Cuomo hasn't had any children come out and say that he raped them or anything. Far as I know, there's no videos of Andrew Cuomo f- touching children in very inappropriate places. But as far as I know, there's massive amounts of video of Joe Biden touching children and women and making fe- women feel uncomfortable. Matter of fact, there's also somebody, you might remember her name, by the name of Tara Reed. Because Tara Reid was actually interviewed yesterday about Joe Biden's uh, request for Andrew Cuomo to resign, which he ultimately did. And let's go ahead and talk about that for a minute. And by the way, as soon as Code Monkey Z comes on, we'll get right to it, all right? But Joe Biden's sexual assault accuser, Tara Reid, spoke to Fox News on Tuesday about Governor Cuomo's abrupt resignation, calling for a real investigation into the president. Who she who she says is a powerful predator, okay? And so Biden's sexual assault accuser Tara Reid calls for a real investigation into pre, uh, predator Biden, not President Biden, into predator Biden. Okay. Well, so shouldn't she be believed? Shouldn't she be believed at any cost? And shouldn't more people come forward now and 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 demand? That Joe Biden get investigated? Shouldn't more people now have the courage, because courage is contagious, to come forward? Shouldn't women and children alike come forward and say, he did this to me? I think that we need to put pressure on the predator and thief, on the sniffer and thief. I think we need to put the same pressure that was put on Andrew Cuomo, on Joe Biden. I think the world needs to start talking about it. You know what? We've got a momentum going, even though it's not a momentum that we want. But we've got a momentum going, so why doesn't Tara Reid and everybody else who's ever been touched physically in an in an inappropriate way, why don't the mother and father of the children, who like that young lady who came forward uh, uh, 10 days ago and said that Joe Biden actually pinched her nipple, we need to do the same thing right now. We need to hold them to the same standard as we are doing to Cuomo and the rest of them. And how do we do that? We don't do that. But I'm calling on the people because a lot of people see these videos. A lot of people watch Live from America who know other people. I'm sure that somewhere out there, somebody who has been physically assaulted, touched in any kind of inappropriate way by Joe Biden, will see this video and I'm pleading to you. Be strong. Courage is contagious. Not just because we want Joe Biden down because we think he's an illegitimate president, but because he touched you in a place where he shouldn't, just like Andrew Cuomo did. And there is no place for anybody, man or woman, in charge of any seat, there should be no place for them if they do that kind of stuff. So that is what I, that's is what—that's why I want you guys to share these videos. That's why I want you to get them out. The more people you share these to, the more groups you share these to, and the more multiple social media platforms you share this video to, the more people will hear this and the more people will stand up as well. Okay? And that's the key here. That's what we're trying to do. All right, folks, we're going to move on to the video. I want to show you the video of Joe Biden actually getting in an argument with a CNN reporter for calling him out for saying that Andrew Cuomo did a, quote, hell of a job, did a hell of a job, and then lied two minutes later and said, I didn't, I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're putting words in my mouth. I just couldn't believe it was CNN that was actually taking him to task. That's the crazy part. So here we go.
3: If I may, may. ironically, one of the the Democrats through the years that you spoke with about infrastructure the most was Andrew Cuomo, who is resigning, when now he's resigning today. You had traveled New York with him when you were vice president to the launch of the reconstruction of LaGuardia. He was someone who supported your campaign early on. No, you called him to resign. No, you condemned the alleged behavior. But you're someone who spends a lot of time with mayors and governors how would you assess his ten and a half years as governor
4: of the state? In terms of his personal behavior or what he's done as a governor?
3: I thought, he's done as a governor.
4: I thought he's done a hell of a job. I thought he's done a hell of a job, and uh, I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure to a whole range of things. That's why it's so sad.
2: Okay, the last question, right here.
1: Here we go. Check it out. Bipartisan nature of
2: the infrastructure agreement. Are there lessons learned
5: from that agreement that can be applied to uh, voting reform, police reform, or LGBTQ civil rights?
4: By you guys or by me?
5: By <laughs> anyone.
4: <laughs> agreement where I'm in, some in disagreement. And so I think it's a matter of listening. It's part of democracy. Thank sir, you all so why have you not named it as a government?
0: Say you haven't named an FDA commissioner. Why haven't commissioner, sir? Again? You have FDA commissioner yet. I was wondering why you haven't found or named a permanent FDA commissioner yet.
4: We're working on that very hard to make sure we get it passed. Just would you like to
0: see? Here we go. Here it is. Really say that he has done
5: he's accused of sexually harassing.
4: you ask two questions. Ask the substantive. Should he remain as governor is one question. And women should be believed when they make accusations that are able to, on the face of them, make sense and investigate it. They're investigated, and the judgment was made that what they said was correct. That's one thing. The question is Did he do a good job in infrastructure?
1: That wasn't the question. He did. did he How did he do as a governor? The question was the was, questioner. Correct. See, he lies straight face. But anyway, folks, we are going to go right back to the symposium because apparently Code Monkey Z is on now. We do not want to miss that. So we're going to go back live to the symposium and uh, cover what's going on there. And we'll be right back with more Live from America. Yes.
2: Thanks for being patient. This is cool. You're watching
5: history,
3: okay.
5: Ron, go, go ahead and start. All right, greetings. My name is Ron Watkins. I think it's I'm still two weeks, don't you think it's still two weeks online? It's good, and it's good. Recently, a pair of uh, publicly available files uh, were brought to my attention. These files are allegedly forensic images of the Mesa County. Colorado Dominion election management system. I have not seen these files yet. The EMS is where votes are stored, tallied and prepared into a final report that is taken to the county. You can think of it as something like a mainframe for the voting systems. Uh, Some people might ask, well, what's a forensic image? And a forensic image is a, a special container that can hold all of the data inside of a computer in a special way that makes it tamper-proof. So what we're seeing is allegedly exactly how it was on the machine that it came from. Uh, From what I understand, uh, we have two images and one of them represents before a software update and one of them represents after a software update. So we're going to be able to see what changes on the Dominion system, on the Dominion election management system during a software update. And uh, from what I've been told, the the one that is pre-software update has uh, election data uh, going back to the year 2019. I, I haven't confirmed that, but I, I've just heard that. So uh, we're going to be looking into this and, and dissecting it and uh, spending the next few hours trying to see exactly what's going on inside these systems can we pause
2: there all right summarize uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves please go for that summarize there mark Okay. Oh, yeah. we have an image before a, a software update and an image after a software update explain what a software update is to everybody all
3: right Okay, so what a software update is, is a new version of the software. We don't know exactly what this is yet. All we know and what we've heard is that there is an image of a computer before someone sat down in front of it and made changes of some sort. When you say an image of a computer, you mean? It's a complete... So,
2: the issue is I can't hear what you guys are saying. (laughs) What did he say? That's okay. We're explaining what you
3: just explained, Ron, to them. So just wait a minute. Okay, Ron. Ron. Can we... Uh, do that? Okay. So an image of a computer is basically a full copy of the hard drive. Everything on it, all the programs, all the data, everything. It's... A forensic image is one that cannot be manipulated. It's one that can be used in a court of law. So there is apparently a forensic image of a Dominion EMS server before a Dominion employee did something to it and then there's an image after that. So what we're gonna see, hopefully, is the difference between the two of those. So we're gonna be dissecting those, our cyber guys are gonna be dissecting those. It's gonna be interactive. So we're gonna enlist them to help And we're going to look to see why they would have made changes to this system. What is it about this system that they were trying to change or wipe or delete? So we're going to determine that today in the next four hours. Good job. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. And do your thing. All right, so
5: let's see if we're in sync here. Are, are we looking at the, the file directory right now? Is that on the screen? Uh, you, you guys are going to have to give me some feedback. I'm not hearing anything.
1: And this is the problem of doing things live yeah, like this. On, on your- it's hard for them to, to be really... Really organized. Oh.
3: Yeah. Yes, Ron. This is the, uh, yeah. this is the, first, the first image, the image before, of the before. Is that right? Is that right? Okay. okay. It's a before image.
2: And he noted, by the way, that he found files dating back to 2019 in the first image, yes? I have no idea. I thought I heard him say that, but that's okay. Go ahead.
3: Okay, let's
5: that's go important. through it, Ron. Look through the file system and see what what is in there. Could you could you find like the SQL database on there? Or actually, maybe we should start. We should look for internet connectivity first.
2: Uh,
5: is it is it possible to check the the network logs to see if uh, what kind of uh, networks these were uh, connected to in the past, if any? Probably there won't be any, but let's let's check.
2: Can
5: you guys get a mic on? No, I'm not hearing you guys, so.
1: Okay. All right, we're, uh, we're going to move on real quick while they get some stuff figured out there. Um, when they're doing this kind of stuff and and, and and they're this unprepared, it obviously doesn't look good, especially when people don't have patience and they're just kind of almost setting themselves up. I know it's live. It's difficult. I get it. I do this stuff for a living. I do this stuff for a living. I have I have backup plans for backup plans in case this kind of stuff happens. Um, so I get it, but journalists are just going to tear into that stuff. So while they get ready to really be able to show um, uh, Code Monkey Z's presentation, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep monitoring it over here, and we're going to go back there here in a little here in a little bit. Uh, let's move on to um, uh, the left. The left is now throwing everybody under the bus. They're throwing Cuomo under the bus. They're throwing anybody they can under the bus so they don't get in trouble or so they don't look bad. Already sponsors like Subway and many others are pulling their sponsorship from failed soccer, failed US women's soccer team and failed loser Megan Rapineau. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, the, the the we did that. Let's just say we did that. And what do I mean by we did that? We put so much pressure on her for going woke. We, we put so much highlight and so much attention on what these people are doing to our country that it caused them to just be wrapped up in, in, in their own little woke-topia world. Okay? It, it caused them not to focus on their soccer game. And I think it played a major part into them losing. And because they lost, and because we shined so much light on them for being so woke and so un-American and so unpatriotic, their sponsors are ditching them left and right. Subway was Megan Rapinoe's biggest sponsor. They're dumping her. They're getting rid of her. Why? Because she lost. Why do you want to attach yourself to losers? And I'm not saying a loser at heart. I'm saying she lost. She lost. So why does a, why does a company want to attach themselves to a loser. You guys got to understand, they use these people. They use them to push political agendas, and then they throw them under the bus when they're done with them. That's the left. You never see anybody on the right, truly right conservatives doing that to people. Why? Because we have hearts. We're made in the image of God, and we act like that. We don't act like these children who, I'm going to take my ball and go home now. We don't do that kind of stuff. But this is the left, and this is what you get. This is what you get when you're constantly trying to be woke, when you're constantly ruining people's um, uh, love for sports, and this is what you get. And I hope she goes all the way down to being bankrupt and living under a bridge like a troll, and hopefully God will send me her way someday so I can preach the gospel to her and help her out. Okay? Now, speaking of what the left does, let's also talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Rand Paul. I showed you guys a video the other day of Rand Paul standing up. See, they're trying to stop courage is contagious. They're trying to stop that. They're trying to stop courage being contagious. They're trying to do anything they can to get um, any kind of conservative message stopped. Now, we've known that for a long time. But now there's, now it, it started with President Trump. And now they're censoring senators. They're censoring representatives. They're censoring literally everybody. They're censoring literally everybody on the right now. President Trump said, if they can do it to me, they can do it to you. Rand Paul came out with a video, showed it the other day. Thank God I still have it because YouTube has erased it. Okay. YouTube has erased it and suspended Rand Paul because of his video where he, he jumped on and said, resist. They can't lock us all up. Resist and don't listen to them. Choose freedom over anything. They can't lock us all up. Rand Paul gone and suspended. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said, this is still an experimental drug talking about the vaccine, which by fact it is. And make sure that you consult your doctor and your physicians and your family, but don't take it if there's any kind of hesitancy whatsoever of the safety of it. Just don't do it. Wait until it's out of its uh, trials. And she got suspended from Twitter. So Twitter and YouTube continuing to actively destroy freedom of speech in this country by blocking senators. But they blocked the President of the United States, so why wouldn't they do that? That's why I love being on YouTube for live videos and then deleting my video. Love it. So that's what's happening right now with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Rand Paul standing up, trying to be courageous, trying to show other people how to have courage, and look what happens to them. So look what happens to them. They're still experiencing difficulties with Code Monkey Z's presentation right now, so we're just going to stay with doing the news, and we'll go back there here in a little bit. Um, I'm going to give a Smarty Award. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award today, so let's go ahead and cue that music, shall we? The Smarty Award of the day is going to be a double Smarty Award because it's going to go to Tom Cotton and Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin saves the day again, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! Who would have thought that Joe Manchin would be such a thorn in the Democrat side? late last night? into the wee hours of the night? Senate, The, the United States Senate passed a bill that was introduced by Tom Cotton and passed the Senate to ban all funding all taxpayer funding, to any uh, critical race theory, to any school for critical race theory. There is no more. They're banning it. The Senate has passed the bill to ban funding, taxpayer funding of critical race theory in schools. And that is huge. And guess what? We It passed because Joe Manchin decided to vote, break rank from the Democrats and vote with Republicans. Now, just like there's rhinos, I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the technical term is for a Democrat who's actually. Voting more with Republicans than he is Democrats. But Manchin for the win, ladies and gentlemen. Both of those guys get a Smarty Award. we got to celebrate the wins when we get them, and that's a good win. That's a big win right there. We don't need CRT um, taught in our schools. We dang sure don't need taxpayer-funded money going to teach CRT in our public schools. So a big shout-out to Senator Tom Cotton, and a big shout-out to Senator Joe Manchin. All states, Amy. All states all 50 states no taxpayer money funded uh, federally federal taxpayer money can go to these state uh, states for CRT so we've got it done on a federal level and that's what we send our senators there to do so big shout out to Tom Cotton big shout out to uh, to uh, somebody just said they call them dinos that's great <laughs> That's wonderful. We don't call them rhinos. If a Democrat always votes with Republicans, we call them dinos. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, Wendy Wilson says, per code monkey, technical difficulties. I couldn't communicate. We are switching to different software. So that's what's going on right now, and they're biding their time. But again, folks, this is what's, what's going to happen in real time when you're trying to get out the truth and you've got the NSA and everybody else in the world trying to take you down. This is the kind of stuff you're going to deal with. So we should say a prayer, and that we should support Mike Lindell as much as possible because this is not easy. He's putting his life on the line. He's putting his company on the line. And he's putting the livelihood of everybody who works for him on the line. This is courage. This is courage. So big shout out to Joe Manchin who gets the Smarty Award of the day. Now I want to highlight another thing that Republicans are doing. Republicans, we know that the debt ceiling is coming up, right? We don't want to raise the debt ceiling. We don't want to raise it at all. We're in debt enough. We're passing, we're we're printing too much money as it is, okay? So we don't want to deal with that. So Republicans have all vowed to force the Democrats to raise the debt ceiling on their own. Now they shouldn't be able to do that. They shouldn't be able to do that on their own. But Democrats are finding a way to continue to continuously break the constitution, break forum, break quorum and break what I say would be the law. Okay? But all, but the Republicans are going to force the Democrats to raise the debt ceiling on their own. They're not going to have any part of doing it. And by doing this, showing no Republican support, it will solidify Voter perceptions of Democrat irresponsibility of out of control spending, which will again hurt them in the 2022 2024 polls, as long as we can make sure that they cannot cheat in these swing states ever again. Not only the swing states, but every state. But we need to start with these swing states. So, again, it falls on you, falls on me, falls on our state legislature to make sure we get this done. But I think that's a good look for Republicans. I think that's smart. I think it's smart to stay away from that and say, hey, we're not going to be a part of you raising the debt ceiling and out-of-control spending anymore. That Not only should they step away and not be a part of it, but they should be fighting it. That is what Kevin McCoward can't do. That is what Mitch Mitch McChina can't do. They don't know how to fight. That's the problem. So I agree with stepping away and saying, hey, you do it yourselves. But I disagree with just saying, hey, we're going to step away. You should be fighting it. And that's why we need more people... um, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and others who are in there fighting, not giving a crap what the Democrat and the left think of them. So big shout out to the to the Republicans for at least doing that. For at least doing that. Okay. There's nothing really going on in the symposium for uh, right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a video from a friend of mine, Pete Santilli. Now I know that there's a lot of people out there that have mixed feelings about Pete Santilli. Okay, but there's a lot of people out there who have mixed feelings about me too. It is what it is. Pete Santilli is fighting. He's fighting for America. He's fighting for freedom. Does he have a foul mouth sometimes? Yeah. Does he say some things he shouldn't sometimes? Yeah. But you know what? I'm willing to overlook that at least while we're in battle. And Pete Santilli did something that I thought was great yesterday. Him, his staff, and the staff of OAN chased CNN out of the Cyber Symposium. And not only chased them out of the Cyber Symposium, but held them accountable the entire way as to why CNN was there to begin with. And when you find out what they were caught doing, what Pete Santilli and OAN caught them doing, and what they're accusing them of, ladies and gentlemen, we're in an age where journalists are holding fake news. Honestly,
4: it's fake news.
1: It's fake. Real journalists today are holding fake news accountable, and you see real journalists actually attacking fake journalists. That is what we should have been doing this last four or five years. That is what President Trump sees. Uh, One of the reasons when he says the best is yet to come, because you're going to wake up real journalists. And real journalists, in order to be real journalists and get the truth out there, they have to get rid of the bad journalists. Okay? They have to get rid of the bad journalists. Now, I know somebody just said that Harry Hurst just spoke about New Hampshire, and they're wiping the receipts there. Yes, I've heard that too, and I know we missed that, but... um, We've got to do the show. We can't just you can't just watch the whole symposium on live from America. So I want to go to this video real quick, showing you exactly what I'm talking about. This is Pete Santilli and OAN. Literally had enough of CNN filming what they say is footage for the FBI. Check this out. So this guy here, he is CNN. The guy with the mustache who looks like Ron Jeremy, he is CNN. He's the camera guy for CNN. They're packing up and they're leaving, and Pete Santilli starts saying, hey, what are you doing? How much footage did you get? Where, what footage did you get? What are you doing with that footage? But it gets really good when they leave the building. Check this out. How many hours total? Uh, Two and a half, almost three
0: hours. Two and a half, almost three hours? You know, know. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, at the uh, at most uh, most events, like the Mallier National Wildlife Refuge, um, you guys recorded for hours and you did three and a half minute packages. You know what you did? You know what you know what they did with the footage? You know what they did with the footage? See they gave it to the FBI. They gave it to the, they gave the
5: to the FBI.
0: They gave the footage to the FBI for facial recognition. I have it in our discovery, you wanna see it?
5: Huh?
1: Where is he with?
0: Huh? You This is new, there's our buddy from RSBN. No, i Hey, sir, have I been disrespectful? In any way? I don't want to be disrespectful. I respect the American people. I work for them. Okay. Your footage that you took here in three hours of footage that you took, broadcast the truth. Don't focus on the on the soup line. Okay. We know what you do with the footage. I have discovery that shows that you give your footage to the FBI and the intel services for facial recognition.
4: but anyways it's news this is news
0: this is news this is is part of the news unfortunately you guys can't escape the fact I mean I have it documented you guys provide your footage for facial recognition to the intel service Okay. CNN. CNN. What are you going to do with that three hours of footage? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to you going to bro- broadcast the truth? CNN. CNN. Do you have do you have any comments to make about your three hours of footage, none of which will make it to the airwaves? Did you point your camera towards the presentation? That's all I want to know. I'm a journalist. Journalism is not harassment. I do real journalism. How many of the three and a half hours did you actually point that camera towards the... I'm a journalist, sir. I'm a journalist. Don't block me. Do not block me. I mean no harm. I'm a journalist. How much of it will actually make it to the airwaves? Can I get out there? This is a news story. That's all I'm doing. I mean zero harm whatsoever. This is, literally, this is literally part of the whole news story. And the reason why we're here is that the information is not making it to the American people. And that's all I'm doing, okay? You don't even need security for that. I mean, no harm whatsoever. The information that you have on your camera will never make it to your viewers. Or it'll be cherry-picked. Or everybody in the meal line, you'll, you'll use that footage for facial recognition. Is that correct?
1: O-A- OAN comes in now.
0: CNN. Start telling the truth about the election fraud that took place on November 3rd to the American people. That's all I ask you to do. That's it. Pointing your camera at the meal line. uh, Will will that end up on your airwaves? Can you say why
1: you were ejected from the event? You left? You're not being ejected? No you sure about that? You know, so are now? you fleeing Why the is
0: questions it? that are being posed here, sir? Uh,
1: you spent four years talking
0: about uh, uh, a fake story manufactured by the Democrat Party about uh, Russia's collusion with Trump. you tell us... Uh, also, you have know, three three hours of footage. How, many, how much uh, of it will actually make it to the airwaves okay, so, to let the American people know that the election is being fraudulently certified to have been stolen on November 3rd. Are you going to present that, or are you going to present what they ate? Your your network spent four years talking about... uh, CNN, we mean no, no harm. We mean good for the American people as well as you. Just wake up. Just wake up, folks. We need your help, CNN. We need your help, CNN. Okay? We're just asking you for help, CNN. Tell the American people the truth that's it trump you got me buddy this guy has three we have uh, you know what seriously we're just asking you to, to hey, tell the truth you know? do you believe uh trump colluded with russia in 2016 is cnn This is, you know what this is called? This is called real journalism. You are part of the story. The The U.S. media has suppressed the truth about election fraud in America, and and CNN is leading the effort. The United States of America. Oh, you don't know that. You know what? Your boss told you to take the three and a half hours of footage. He'll cherry pick all the white people, right? The white people racist and eat a lot. Is that the narrative you're going to propagate? Is that hey, what you're going to do? You're me just me doing from your from job. Is that right? We mean, we mean zero. Oh, it, listen to me. See, so you got me physical, with you physical with him. Hey, CNN, you know what they say? They say CNN sucks for a reason. You need to start listening. Don't feel uncomfortable. Bye. Get out of his way. Don't obstruct hey, him. Yeah. No, I, I say us. Get out of his way.
1: So there you go folks, you got journalists, real journalists, Pete Santilli, people from OAN and others, chasing down CNN journalists with microphones in their face. How does it feel? How does it feel to be called out for the job you're not doing? How does it feel to be called out for lying? How does it feel to be called out for taking footage of people in lunch lines and pointing your camera and getting footage of people who are there? That's what CNN has been doing there folks, and they're leaving. All they needed to do was capture footage, not from Mike Lindell's symposium, not from the truth that's being brought by Code Monkey and others, who, by the way, is still not on yet. No, 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 no. They went there to get footage for the FBI on who showed up so that the FBI could do what they did here and come and knock on the door and intimidate them and scare them away from reporting on this and or taking it back to their states. There's 48 states there out of 50 states. There is 48 states there today. And what CNN is doing is taking video footage and pictures of everybody in the room, and they are then turning that footage and pictures and images over to the FBI for facial recognition so that the FBI can then go and harass these people who took it upon themselves to go there to hear the truth. Big shout out to Pete Santilli. Big shout out to OAN for chasing them down. And getting them <clears throat> to basically <clears throat> be guilty by default. You can you can see by the body language. You can see by the fact that they were uh, getting physical with them. They didn't want to answer questions. They were surrounding them with men and man buns, uh, beta men and man buns, to try to keep them away from answering questions. But aren't you journalists? Aren't you journalists? So big shout out to Pete Santilli for doing that. Now I want to give another Dumb Dumb Award while we're waiting for Code Monkey Z to come back. And let's go ahead and cue that music, shall we? I want to give a dumb dumb award to the governor of Wisconsin. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the governor of Wisconsin came out today and not only um, not only said that he will not comply with any subpoenas, but he now he came out today and was also urging different counties in Wisconsin to also not comply with subpoenas as it pertains to voting equipment, ballots, passwords, routers, or anything else that they want subpoenaed. This is the governor of your state, Wisconsin, literally himself not complying with subpoenas that were put out to his office by the state Senate, by the legislature. You have one division of your government in Wisconsin, your, your, your executive division of your government in Wisconsin, defying subpoenas coming to them from the people who put them in power to begin with, and at the same time, urging other counties to not comply. You want to see a civil war, folks? You want to see a civil war? You are, you are perpetrating this. You are causing this to get closer and closer to a civil war. And my question to you is, the same question I had in Georgia and Arizona and Pennsylvania, what are you trying to hide? Because you're not going to be able to hide for long. Dumb, dumb awards to pass around to everybody. Impeach the governor of Wisconsin. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. So for the last few minutes of the show, let's go over to the symposium. Let's see what they're talking about over there. I know that Ron uh, Ron is still not on from Code Monkeys, but that's okay. Because there's somebody speaking now, so let's go to that now.
2: you register to vote? To the moment that your ballot is put in storage, hardly anybody within the population can be able to say what happens from point A to point Z. And it shouldn't be that way because everyone should know how that exists. They should be able to look and see it because whenever you're setting up something that's really important, and it is important, people died so that you can be able to go and vote sorry you're doing great oh you're okay that's alright he's a vet I love my and bae. uh sorry I, I don't like it's alright buddy talking. some of the most patriotic people I know are vets for a reason right I saw people die so we could have this so they're not about to roll over now the the problem is some of us so we could have this so they're not about to roll over now
3: the
1: the problem is some of us oh looks like we're losing it so, because we're losing it, we're going to come back here to Live from America. It looks like it's pausing. All right, guys, there's a lot more to go over, but we're going to get to that on tonight's show. I'm going to keep up with this today. I'm going to find out any everything that I can today to bring you the highlights, just in case you cannot watch the symposium or you don't get the news anywhere else. Uh, so, we'll be back tonight at 5 p.m. with more Live from America. I want to thank you so very much for joining in. If you like what you see, if you like what you hear, if you like the new look of the show as we're getting ready to make our uh, uh, addition to Real America's Voice News, then please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Consider becoming a monthly donor. Check out all the new gear there. Definitely the 3% uh, Patriot shirts are selling out fast. So check them out. And by the way, I do want to answer somebody's question. Somebody said to me, so that means that you're not going to be, your show is going to be different? No, no, no. We're still doing 11 and 5 every day. That's never going to change for this core family. That's staying the same way as it always has been. The difference is they're going to take the recorded version of one of the shows of the day and just put it on at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time on Real America's Voice News. And they're going to try it out in different different time, time zones and stuff like that. The show is not changing. Only getting better. And we'll still be here 11 and 5 every single day. So God bless you guys. Thank you very much. I want to say um, <clears throat> I'll see you tonight. I'll see you tonight at, 11, I mean at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And remember, there are right ways. And there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you, or anyone close to you will ever prosper. Okay? Rebirth of America.